Hello, STEM Nation. Jeff here, and welcome to episode number 43 of STEM on Fire, where we interview practicing professionals in the area of science, technology, engineering, and math to help guide students interested in STEM careers. If you like what you hear, please share it with a friend. Now let's get fired up today with our guest, Jacob, and I hope our chat will help ignite your passion towards a STEM career. Jacob Bold earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Architectural Engineering and a Master's in Structural Engineering in 2011. He spent the first part of his career at Reserve Advisors, and now at CSD Structural Engineers. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Fill in any gaps and share a bit of your personal life. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, I'm fired up to be here, and uh, I'm honored to do my part in inspiring STEM Nation. Filling in some gaps, I always kind of felt like I wanted to go into some sort of building and construction. Uh, I thought that was architectural, and later on, I realized that uh, I was more engineering that I was interested in. I tend to be a little bit more pragmatic. Personally, I enjoy traveling. I've done a lot of traveling. I've uh, had probably about 35 or 40 of the U.S. states, uh, a handful of other countries as well. Otherwise, I do kayaking, rock climbing, but mostly these days I spend time with my family, uh, Amy and our little baby girl. Awesome, Jacob. Thanks for that overview. And So let's dig in here a little bit. So we've had one other architectural engineer on the program back uh, a couple episodes ago. But you, could you go into a little bit more detail on what the difference is between architectural engineering, which is your undergrad, and structural engineering, which is your master's? Sure, Jeff. It's a little bit nuanced, and uh, the, the there's some engineers that tend to be a little bit more general, like mechanical engineering. It, it, they can go kind of wherever. Architectural engineering is a little bit more uh, based on a sector. Uh, obviously, that sector is construction. One of the terms that tends to be used to encompass that is uh, AEC, that's that stands for Architectural Engineering and Construction. Uh, and architect architectural engineering will encompass all the different pieces that go into building uh, buildings or infrastructure. Civil engineers tend to do more of the infrastructure, and infrastructure would include something like roads, highways, bridges, dams, waterways. Uh, you've had a few civil engineers on here before. But specifically in architectural engineering, you will also see electrical engineers. Uh, electrical engineers in the construction industry will do lighting, electrical panels, um, generators for the building. We're seeing a lot of new uh, smart technology in buildings, so uh, photovoltaic, uh, green energy, security systems. Environmental engineers will include um, HVAC design is a big part of that. Uh, that stands for heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Uh, plumbing, fire suppression systems. And lastly, my specialty was structural engineering. Uh, and that essentially involves all aspects of making sure that the building can stand up. Uh, so specifically, uh, architectural engineering, we, we hit all of these different engineering types. We get a kind of a, a basic and intermediate level. We do the, the, the typical engineering studies like physics, chemistry, math. Uh, we also get some architecture classes. Um, we'll touch on construction, uh, scheduling, and contract all is pretty important in construction. And then once we get into our later years of architectural engineering, you will pick a specialty. And that is, as I said before, the structural engineering, environmental engineering, and electrical engineering. And not to say that as a, if you, if you go the direction of a mechanical engineer uh, or electrical engineer, that's, that's not actually part of this architectural engineering studies, you can also come into the, the construction sector. Uh, this, this is just a little bit more focused on, these degrees are a little bit more focused on the structural, or on the construction industry. With an architectural engineering degree undergrad, what type of positions would be available out there versus going for your master's in structural? 
Um, there's different ways that you can deliver. A delivery is essentially a building or some sort of structure. And there's multiple ways we can go about that. And how you go about that dictates uh, the type of people that are included. But typically, as an architectural engineer, you will be involved in some sort of the uh, building process. And the building ends up being um, an order will come to an owner's representative, typically an architect, and the architect will then essentially scope out and split up pieces of the building to uh, sub out to different contractors. And those contractors can include engineers at varying different levels. And those engineers will then essentially design pieces of the building and they all get combined together into the uh, final drawing set to be constructed. Um, so specifically in structural engineering, which my master's is in, uh, structural engineers will probably more than the other engineers uh, be included in multiple different parts of this whole process. Um, structural engineers, especially if it's a very complex building, will be included right up at the front um, in the, the design and bid phase. And the structural engineer will give preliminary designs to the architect um, so that as they are putting it out to bid for uh, contractors to come in and uh, put in their, their their bids and their cost estimates, uh, the structural engineers will give preliminary designs so they can make that more accurate. Uh, and as we go through the process, uh, structural engineers will uh, be subbed out. The architect will typically include a structural engineer of record and the structural engineer of record will have the uh, kind of the overall sense of the building and make sure that everything structurally is fitting together and then they will sub out smaller and smaller pieces of that and this subbing out is called delegated design and they will typically be subbed out to the contractors so in a in a typical building uh, let's let's look at steel buildings the structural engineer record will design the building, design the members of the building. Uh, so that's all the, the big pieces of steel that you would see. And they would design that and send it out to a fabricator, um, a steel mill. And they would typically uh, sub out the connection design. So that's all of the, the pieces of steel that connect those large members together. Uh, and that's referred to as delegated design and um, or specialty structural engineering, SSE. And then that delegated design may also then be subcontracted. And that's, again, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of different pieces all coming together to build these buildings. So, Jacob, there's also the degrees of construction management or, um, you know, construction engineering. What's the difference between architectural engineering and construction management degrees? That's a great question, Jeff. Uh, I didn't bring that up before. Construction engineering is also another part of, of the construction sector that structural engineers may be included in. Uh, structural engineers can be hired directly by uh, GCs or general contractors. And those, as you're going throughout the construction process, especially in areas of higher risk, such as uh, Florida, where they have the risk of hurricanes, as um, many people are well aware of with these large hurricanes coming through lately, uh, that risk increases. And um, as the complexity of buildings increase, uh, making sure that the construction, the whole construction process is safe as you're doing these specialty lifts and doing this, these more complex buildings becomes a higher priority. Uh, so GCs, the general contractors, have started uh, hiring structural engineers 
to solely do this, do the construction engineering part of it. My company, CSD Structural Engineers, we also do some construction engineering. Uh, so it, you don't necessarily have to work with the general contractor. Um, there's engineering firms that will just do this specifically. Regarding construction engineering and architectural engineering, as an ar architectural engineer, you can go into this. You will also see, um, I have a, a few friends that did a dual degree. They did a civil, um, civil structural architectural type degree, and and they also did a construction management degree. Uh, so they're essentially making have, having a tighter focus on the construction and the engineering part of it. And you, you as as you will, will work in the industry, you will see civil engineers and other types of engineers that have uh, become contractors. Uh, it's it's a very val very valuable thing to have as you uh, construct a building. Okay, Jacob, thanks for that great overview and insights. And what would a, a day look like for you out in the real world? So I kind of like to group uh, our work into two different sectors. We have communication and analysis. Uh, communication, it'll include your typical things like email and talking with clients. Uh, but also a big thing that we do is the drawings. Uh, the drawings are a communication tool to make sure that what we are designing uh, is being constructed. Uh, and it, within those designs, too, will include the calculation package. And the calculations are submitted to the government, and there's different uh, inspectors that will make sure that we're adhering to the codes that are put forth. And then the other part is the analysis. Uh, this is all the computer math things that you might expect from engineering. We have software packages that will run analyses on the structures, and we also will make custom stuff. Uh, Excel is a big part of our industry. Jacob, what is one thing that really has you fired up in the architectural engineering or structural engineering aspect? I think we are kind of on a cusp of a big change in the industry. Uh, as an industry, construction tends to lag a little bit. There is lots of risk involved with making buildings that use new materials and use new uh, use new processes. So we haven't adopted as much as um, uh, most of this new technology that's out there. But you're starting to see things like drones and different uh, uh, methods of constructing buildings. Um, I think machine learning is going to be a big thing that will uh, affect the industry. Machine learning and generative design essentially giving the tools for the designers to have uh, get answers quickly turned around and sent out to contractors. A big cost that is related to construction is the scheduling and the time that it takes to build these buildings. So as we can get answers to questions quicker and uh, make our designs not necessarily more efficient, but faster to build, I think that's going to drastically change the industry. Yeah, all the new technology coming into play, artificial intelligence, utilizing drones. I've seen 3D printing of buildings, not very large buildings, but 3D printing going on mm -hmm. of buildings. So v VR and AR, I think is going to be, it's it's just different looks on things that we've we've been seeing for a while, but those different looks may be enough to really make a difference. Absolutely. All right, Jacob, we're going to change over to an aha moment. Could you take us to a moment in time of an incredible aha moment you've had at work or your personal life and tell us a story and how you turn that aha moment into success? I'm going to go ahead and start out with that quote that you like here on us, uh, Stem on Fire. Uh, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I can't say that I've had a specific aha moment, but it's more of a accumulation of efforts and things that you've heard that really... Um, really end up making the difference. Uh, it's, it's the, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. 
Um, so I've, I've heard in the past many times, you know, communication is valuable. Get out there, network, market yourself, uh, personal branding. I've never, I never really took it to heart until I compre- comprehended the uh, idea of delivering value. Now, when you go to work for a company, you are entering into an exchange. You're trading your time uh, for compensation. Um, that compensation is typically money and uh, the benefits. Uh, but if a com- company wants to hire you, you need to deliver that appropriate value back. And if you if you get an engineering degree, that's essentially a third party saying that you are able to deliver that value to that company. So a- as you go through as you go through your schooling and life, uh, if you think of everything as a value exchange, you want to network with people um, to learn what those in the industry value. And those uh, at specific companies may value. Market yourself, and then that will give you the power to represent yourself as something valuable to the people that you want to get in front of. Yeah, absolutely. STEM Nation, you always have to be delivering value. And in engineering, in order to deliver that value, you have to get through these STEM curriculums. So, Jacob, going back to when you're 18, heading off to college, what are some things you wish you knew back then that would have helped you get through college successfully? I think I would uh, focus on two things. As an engineer, you're, you typically have the brain that is more the logical, very left brain, I guess you'd say. But something that's very important is the psychology and how your brain works and uh, how that is valuable in college is when you are learning subjects Throughout high school, you tend to be, it's more of a spoon-fed sort of thing. In college, you're a little bit more on your own. Uh, So it's super helpful to learn how you learn. Essentially take advantage of all of these different, uh, the the networking and the professors, and figure out how to best learn. Yes, Nation, you definitely want to develop those study skills back in high school or while you're in high school because you're going to need those in college. If you're just kind of floating through high school because you're you're very bright and you really don't have to study. You really need to go out and challenge yourself to develop those study skills because when you get to college, more than likely you're going to get blindsided and it's going to be very, very difficult for you. And you probably will end up dropping out of engineering without the study skills. I've seen it time and time again. Thanks for that, Jacob. And we're going to take a quick pause and thank our sponsor, Audible, who's offering a free audiobook. You could head over to stemonfirebook.com. That's stemonfirebook.com to get a free audiobook of your choosing. If you decide to cancel within 30 days, there's no cost, and you keep the audiobook. And it is lightning round time. Jacob, are you ready? I am. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? It's about who you know. Uh, Your network is important. I brought it up before, um, but make sure to nurture your network. Uh, Don't just connect with them on LinkedIn. It's not just a number. Give value to those around you with no expectations of getting any back, and it will eventually be a return to you in kind. And a personal habit that contributes to your success. I'm big on priorities. Uh, I like keeping a calendar and a to-do list. Uh, keeps me ta- on task and focused. And a favorite internet resource or phone app? Uh, keeping it going, um, to-do lists. I use Asana. Um, Caitlin Bunker in episode 21 also recommended this. Uh, it's essentially an app that uh, you can add items to the to-do list and to make sure to keep uh, keep my priorities in order and uh, make sure I don't get distracted by the uh, shiny objects out there. Absolutely. Shiny objects are dangerous. And one book you recommend? I've really been digging the book and never split the difference. Uh, it's Negotiating as if your life depended on it. It's by Chris Voss. He's a former FBI top hostage negotiator. And he essentially goes through the, the whole idea of um, working with a client or working with somebody that you want to negotiate with. You want to get past their wants and their emotions and get down to what they actually need. 
All right, Jacob, and we're about ready to close. Is there any organizations that you're working with that you'd like to do a shout out to or plug? Again, I'm all about the networking, uh, especially as you graduate and you want to get out there, find mentors, uh, join groups. There's plenty of groups out there. I actually personally run a uh, community called the uh, AEC Collective. Uh, again, AEC, AEC stands for Architectural Engineering and Construction. Uh, you can visit aeccollective.com, uh, and we would love to have you. You can feel free to ask any questions. And would a high school student be able to join the organization? Yes, we uh, we take any any uh, age group. We tend to have lots of high school, uh, college, and recent graduates. And that will be in the show notes, so check it out. And Jacob, as we wrap up here, could you share a parting piece of guidance for STEM Nation? And then we will say goodbye. Life is full of unknowns. Uh, control the things that you control. You can control your focus, your perseverance, your learning. But from there, you just have to make the best decision you can with the information that you have. And then just continue to adjust as you go through life. STEM careers happen to have lots of flexibility to adjust, and that's why I really recommend going into the STEM field and find a role that truly makes you happy. Thanks for that. And with that, we will say goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed that chat today with Jacob. You can head over to stemonfire.com, subscribe to the email list to keep up the latest happenings, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and please share it with a friend. Tune in next week where we talk with Akbar, who is a mechanical engineer. Until next time, I hope this chat has helped ignite your passion towards a STEM career.